Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. So glad to have you with us. I've got a good friend with me today, uh, Brother Greg Fritz. Uh, Greg travels all over the world, really, and preaches and teaches the Word of God, but God has used him in a tremendous way to teach the church regarding prayer, praying for revival, praying and seeing God do something in a church setting. And so I asked him to just have a, uh, a little sit down with me and talk some about prayer and talk about um, praying for revival. And Greg, it's good to have you with me today. Well, it's great to be here and, um, and be able to greet everyone on the uh, podcast today. We have um, been having some amazing prayer services here at the church that you've, uh, you're leading. And um, uh, it's really stirring people up. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's Christians want to pray. Uh, we found that the church is hungry for more. We believe it's time uh, to see God do more. And with just a little bit of encouragement, Christians everywhere can be uh, inspired to pray. And we just sort of stir the pot and give them a few a uh, little bit of ammunition to work with, and the, and the rest kind of takes care of itself. Do you find uh, that a lot of times the leaders um, don't really have an effective prayer life, and so they don't really, or they may not even know how to lead their congregations in prayer? Well, I think that, um, you know, the church is involved in so many different areas, and uh, as, a, as a pastor, any pastor has so many irons in the fire. Uh, it is, it's helpful for me to focus really on one or two areas uh, strongly, and I can come in and, and um, give them sort of a, uh, a guideline to work with, some experiences that I've had, and kind of add that dimension to all of the other uh, activities and outreaches of the church. Right. So um, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> You'll have to ask me again. <laughs> What I want to know is, do you find that pastors struggle with leading people in prayer because their own prayer lives seem to be hindered? Well, I'm sure that's uh, I'm sure that's the case in all of our lives from time to time, yeah. and and uh, pastors are no different than any of the rest of us. Um, unless you know you make that time and yeah. uh, really make it a priority, it's you know it's going to be it's going to suffer. Sure. Tell me, um, I, I know we've we've talked about this and you've shared this uh, here at the church, but just a little bit about um, the value of prayer and the powerful impact that it actually can make. Um, in a person's life, but also in the life of a church. Yeah, this is kind of a, a well, I wouldn't say a debate, but it certainly has, uh, there are several different views on this subject. But uh, from, from my study of the scriptures and history of revivals, uh, I just don't believe that preaching alone is going to get the job done. Preaching and, and programs by themselves where they, they're necessary and they do f fulfill a role, there's there's this added uh, this added area of prayer that right. can't be overlooked. And I tell you, I'll give you a personal uh, a personal testimony of mine. Uh, years ago, I was offered a position, and it was very appealing to me. I was be I was going to be able to reach a lot of people. I was going to be able to teach 
the Word every day, and, uh, and, and it really looked like a great offer. And I prayed about it and talked to the Lord, and, and He told me, no, don't do it. And I said, but God, why? why? Why can't I do this? Because it would probably increase my preaching five times over what I was doing. Right. And God's, He really spoke to me, and He showed me my ministry as a, as a rowboat, which is not real, um, you know, may not be something that a lot of people would covet, but I saw my ministry as a rowboat with two oars in the water. And He said one oar is the oar in my ministry was the oar of teaching and preaching. Right. And He said, you have thought that better teaching, better preaching, more preaching, more teaching, more meetings was going to get the job done. And he said, in your ministry, I, I've called you to two different areas, and one is preaching and teaching, and the other is prayer. Right. And he said, when you begin to get as serious about prayer and spend as much or more time in prayer as you do in preaching and teaching, then you'll begin to see progress and you'll get where you're going. Right. And he said, doing the one without the other uh, and, and that's what I felt like. I right. felt like I was in that boat rowing my heart out. Going in circles. And going in circles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I, I, I have taught, uh, you know, ministers uh, all over the world and been involved with ministry. And one of the things that I teach a lot is that you have to be a high priest in your own life or a priest in your own life to God first. Mm. That if you don't do that— then you're not going to ever be. It doesn't matter whether you're called like you with your twofold ministry. You're never going to be as effective as you can be unless you grab hold of that fact that you've got to spend time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those two two areas really are uh, the responsibility of every believer and certainly every minister. Yeah, yeah. prayer and that. the Word, and that's yeah. I mean, it's from Acts all the way through. They gave themselves continually to prayer and the right. ministry of the Word, and yeah. we're just never going to get beyond that. Right. I remember when I first uh, went in the ministry, and actually. Um, I, I, I was really kind of part-time in the ministry at that time. And the reason I was part-time, because I wasn't getting paid anything. You know? <laughs> and I was just, it was just a, financially, it was a, a struggle. But, but I, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I need to know how to approach preaching. How, how do I approach this? Mm -hmm. Because I, I want to be prepared in the Word, but, but what else do I need to do? And now this was just me. Okay, so I'm not trying to put this on anybody else. But the Lord spoke to me and said, for every hour that you preach, you need to pray four. Wow. Four to one. Wow, that's good. And I'm thinking, wow. I, I didn't think good. I could do that. I really didn't think I could do it. But then I realized, you know, I ain't got anything else to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, Nobody's given me any – there's no – time uh, constraints. I don't have anything else to do. So when I started my ministry, that's what I did. Mm. I spent, if I knew I was preaching in a service, that day I spent at least four hours preparing for that service. Well, I've, you know, I've never heard a preacher say that, but I was watching a special on the Blue Angels, and uh, the um, that's the Navy aero, aeronautical mm -hmm. uh group with the with the jets and they said that they spend for every one hour of flight time they spend six hours of class time wow 
And I thought yeah. that could be related to sure, ministry. absolutely. But, you know, it's all too common that we spend six hours preaching to exactly. one hour praying. And, yeah. and all of us can get into that into that rut. Right. But, uh, but you know, to, to make prayer a priority, it's just it, everybody knows sure. instinctively that's the way to do yeah, it. But right. we all need to be encouraged to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I, and, and I don't do that anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't hold to that unless I feel like strongly I'm I'm entering into something where I need to. I certainly do spend spend time, you know, praying more than an hour before I'm going to minister. But but it built a foundation mm-hmm. for me, and um, you know, it it goes back to what what Jethro told his his uh, son-in-law Moses. He said, "Look," he said, "You're going to wear yourself out." Mm-hmm. He said, you need to go before God and hear what God has to say and communicate that to the people. And then he said, and then divide up the rest of the responsibilities to other people. Mm. I think a lot of times people really think they have to do so much they don't have time to pray when in actuality it's just the opposite. Oh, that's exactly right. I've made that statement before. In fact, prayer is a a, a it's a time saver. It's not a time right. waster. Yeah. So many uh, so many mistakes can be avoided. So many costly uh, decisions can be sure. avoided if we just pray first. Right. And I have a good pastor friend who said it this way. He said, "You're either going to pray by uh, crisis or pray by choice." But you're going to end up praying. Wow. But if we pray by choice, uh, we can just avoid so yes. many mistakes that cost time and money, and uh, that's a time saver. Yeah, wow. Well, I, I, I believe that, that um, I, personally, I believe that we're moving into a season where God's stirring people up to pray. Mm. And if you're a leader today, you need to take that mandate and start that right now. In fact, probably in your own spirit, you're feeling that, but you're not sure how to do it. But but the one thing that I appreciate you, about you, Greg, is you bring out the simplicity. It's not it's it's not rocket science, mm. and that's what you've been telling the people. Oh, that's right. It's uh, and that's one of the uh, hindrances, if you could call it that, lies that the enemy would tell people is that well, you really can't do this. You're not qualified, or you don't know enough. You're not educated enough. But prayer has worked for thousands of years right. by people who knew a lot less than we do. Yes. And they just got into the place of prayer, and that's really half the battle. In fact, I've studied revival specifically and revival praying, and one of the things that's strangely absent from most all of the records of revival is what they prayed. Wow. And, uh, you know, as, as someone that's led prayer meetings, I've looked for uh, examples of revival prayer. And you just can't find them. I believe the Holy Spirit left that out because uh, it's such a personal, fluid, uh, it's tailor-made, day-by-day, move-by-move, generation-to-generation. And what I'm saying is the main, the main thing, the most important thing we can do is just get in there, yes, and yes. And, and give God something, some time, right. to work with, and we'll find what they found. Sure, they found their way. Yeah, they found that yeah. place, that flow, and it's it's available for all of us today. You know, I think what would happen is if you could find those prayers, then you'd start trying to pray that same prayer. 
and that would there would be no passion in it. There would be no honesty or sincerity in it. Exactly. And and it would probably not go above the ceiling. It'd turn into a, a religious a work. A religious work, which we've seen that happen. You we know? have. Yeah. And so that uh, um, I, I think if we'll just if we'll just know that the Lord says pray, give that time, and and whatever. Whatever state you're in, you know, wherever you are, just give the time to it. Then you do that, and then the rest of it flows by the Holy Spirit. Well, and then, of course, one bit of advice is, and this is very simple, pray the Word. Uh, find scriptures that represent what's sure. in your spirit, yeah. what, what God's doing in you, and pray that right. out. And you can't go wrong. Yeah. You pray yeah. the Bible, and uh, and God, uh, he's he's ready to hear and yeah. answer prayer. Amen. Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some more of these. So you just you know follow along every week, and uh, because I'm gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, how to pray the word because I don't think a lot of people really realize that they can do that and uh, so I think we just need to take another podcast and just talk about how to pray the word of God you willing to do that? I am All right. well great well it's good to have you with us today and uh, we look forward to being with you next time here on the podcast God bless you thanks for joining us today on the podcast the leadership podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.